Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio. In the Built to Grow studio, that's just a wing off of Pulse Fitness. We're in the gym. Joined <laughs> by my co-host, Randy Inkson. What's up, fella? Hey, guy. Hey. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. So great show today. Before we get into that, I want to just let everybody know about this virtual summit. We've come up with a theme. I'm not going to share it yet, but if you want information on this virtual summit, it is pfmarketingsolutions.com slash summit. You need to go there. Put your name in to be first to know. If you go there and the site's up, then you can just register because that's where the site will point to. So Correct. Summit's going to be great. Bunch of speakers. We're lining them up as we speak. And uh, we got a theme for this. It's going to actually blow your socks off mm. if you're wearing socks. <laughs> if you're wearing socks. Today, good show. We've got to talk about the value of your time. And uh, this is kind of where I don't think you think about this stuff in the very beginning when you're opening up your fitness business, your model. You don't really think about, well, how do I maximize and optimize the the revenue in yeah. in the time that I have? And most gym owners go into it, they just they just want to train people. Yeah, they're they, excited about the they want to get people in the door. And you know, as you get deeper in the game and you've been weathered like myself and you got the gray hairs, you start thinking about these other things. And and one of the things that I'm most passionate about is profitability. How do we, we're only going to get to so far in a specific space, in a specific location. Now, how do I make or generate or have the most profit in the model that I have? Yep. And this episode is going to ring true for just about everybody out there because there's a lot of things that you can do that you're not probably thinking about, uh, some that you obviously are, but then there's going to be those folks that are like, man, I just need to make some changes. And if you're one of those folks, after you listen to the show and you want to make those changes in your facility... I suggest, highly suggest you get on a call. Let's chat it out and see how we can help you do this in your facility. We work one-on-one with gym owners, with coaches to optimize their businesses. And that to get on that, it'd be pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Boom. Yeah, this is a very big topic with the gyms that we work with in our coaching. I'd say this is probably the leading yeah. direction. The reason people sit down and decide to work with us is because we can help with you know, this type of change. This transition, yeah. And yeah. Um, like speaking to what you were saying, as far as getting in and creating your, you know, your business and, and training the people in front of you, I think that there's a lot of hesitation around making this change or a lot of confusion around making a change like this because of the, un just simply the unknown, right? What the is unknown, like? but the limiting beliefs that people have. Well, that's a big one too. And, and, and you and I know, obviously with these one-on-one -on -one conversations with these clients in the coaching position, trying to figure out, what do my, I mean, let me try to clarify that. Our clients in the position as a gym owner, trying to tell us what they believe their clients are going to feel mm -hmm. or what they're going to experience or what their thoughts are. And, you know, un, I mean, I think more often than not, we just, we continue to prove them wrong, right? Everybody's afraid that my clients won't like that. 
or my they clients, won't pay that. Oh, my, well, I hear both ways, right? We've taken team training uh, models or group training models and moved them into small group. And they, yeah, the ascension of the, the value of the hour, the new pay, um, my clients won't pay that. Or the other way around, right? Somebody with a, a personal training model. One-on-one, private. My, my clients want to train with me and they want it one-on-one. It needs to be private. They're, they're not willing to, to work with that. I'll with tell you else. this. If you're the gym owner and you train clients and they only will train with you, you've got a big problem. You're the linchpin in your business. Well, you're you're tied to it. You're chained to that business now because if you don't train them, they're not buying. And that's I think that's a big problem. I now, think it's huge. Now, it doesn't mean that in your business that some people don't prefer to train with some coaches because that's going to happen across the board. Absolutely. Maybe you have a female coach and they just want to train with female. That's fine. But if they only will train with you, then we've got to talk about that because- you can't scale your business if you're always the one doing all the work. If you're the one training the clients every single day and, oh, you got to go out of town and they don't use their sessions and you're not making money, you have a job. That's a job. If they only will train with you, they won't train with anybody else. That means you have to put the time in and you have to make. You're exchanging hours for dollars, period. That's what that is. Your own hours for dollars. That's what that is, right. So so let's talk about your schedule. You have only so many hours in your schedule to train clients. Maybe you're Monday through Saturday, gym. Maybe you're Monday through Friday. I don't know. Some gyms don't train in the afternoon. Some don't train in the middle of the day. But regardless of that fact, you've only got X amount of hours on your schedule. And let's just say, we'll use our model, for for example. We open at five. That's our first training session. Um, so, you know, the coaches are here like 4.40, 4.30, you know, they're getting set up for the day. And our last session ends at 8 p.m. So so seven to eight. So we're open from, we take sessions from five until seven. And that seven o'clock goes to eight. So how many hours is that? Five to seven. 13. 13 hours. Seven plus the five. Well, five. Oh, no, you start at five. So five. Five to five is 12 hours. Plus two is 14. 14. 14 time slots. Yep. 14 time slots. We don't train at noon, uh, mostly because that's when we do our team meetings and coaches meetings and stuff. But let's just, okay, so let's just say it's 13 hours. We have 13 hours to train clients. How do we maximize the revenue per hour? Well, what kind of services are you offering? So we offer mostly, we would say 90% semi-private training. I think after all this is said and done, this makes the most sense for just about every model out there for revenue per hour is semi-private training, period. I don't think, you know, one-on-one, let's just put some math together. Yeah. You've got one coach training one client in a private atmosphere. For round numbers, let's say it's $100. You got $100 an hour, okay? You got uh, the boot camper type model. Maybe it's, let's just say it's $100 for unlimited training and they train 10 times. So that person's paying $10 for that hour. You'd have to have 10 people in that hour basically to make the same as one. One. But there's this little this <laughs> little sliver. sliver in the middle that says semi-private training. What is that what does that number look like? Well, in our model, you you pay about let's call it 30 bucks a session. And on average, it means 30, 35, let's say 30 for math, and we do six. Six times 30 is 180. 80. Mm-hmm. 180 an hour for six people, a hundred an hour for one on one or 10 per hour yeah, per, per hour. So, so you make a, you'd have to have 10 people. Doesn't it make sense to be able to service six people in an hour or four or five, depending on your model? 
that are all paying a little bit less, but much higher than say a boot camp style member. And you you have one coach to train all those people. The answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. It makes dollars and cents is what it yeah, does. <laughs> that, that is the simplest, that's the simplest, easiest thing to say. Now, I think everybody out there at this point knows they need to do it. They, they, they see the numbers. They've heard us talk about it. You've, you've seen other models. Maybe you run it. So you obviously know that it makes a lot of sense. The service you can provide in that six to one or five to one semi-private training hour is some would say better mm -hmm. than a private client. Well, and this is where you get into like the client experience versus like the direct result maybe. Right. So in a one-on-one -on -one hour, the coach, the client, they spend an hour together, they do the training and you know, what happens in between sets? They're just kind of making small talk. Mm -hmm. And after a while, you can only hear the same jokes <laughs> and you hear the same stories over and over from the coach. Uh, that client's going to get pretty damn bored mm -hmm. of hearing the same damn stories. Uh, I mean, yeah, you build a pretty strong relationship there with the client. However, when you're in a semi-private atmosphere, not only are they having a bond to the to the coach, they have a bond with the other clients. Absolutely. And that's really the secret sauce to this whole thing is that their their experience is not just with the coach in the gym, but also the other clients. So when that you know group of six is training at 9 a.m., Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and all of a sudden, like one week on a Thursday, Martha's gone. They're, they're calling, hey, Martha, what's going on? Oh, yeah, I was out of town or whatever. And they, they're checking on each other and they're making sure each other are, are coming to the, yeah. to the gym. Holding each other accountable. And, and they have their little side conversations and they go out and have coffee after the workouts and they become friends and go to dinner and know each other's families and go to weddings and all kinds of cool stuff happens in a semi-private model. Mm -hmm. You can't necessarily do that in a large group model because, well, one, you've got a lot of people and it's you don't get much attention with the mm -hmm. coach, so you don't have that that kind of bond with the coach as much as you know you might with in a semi-private, absolutely, or in a private. Something to just to speak to that real quick too, because we were talking about a little bit. Actually, when I got here today, you and Zach were in a conversation. Loyalty. Yes, I think in a team training model, there is almost it's almost impossible for an organization to create like massive movement towards a brand or a belief or the individuals that are coaching you. Like it's very, I guess it's very brand heavy. It's not very personable in a team training model. Yeah, You know what I mean? But if you want to build that loyalty, that community feel, that atmosphere, the close connections and things like that, you need to bring that circle in a little bit. Sure. And I think that that can solidify a little bit more of that. Well, I mean, maybe that plays into why we know that the retention of the different types of training also come into play over time. I can, I can really only speak to large group and small group because we don't really do one-on-one. Mm -hmm. We haven't for years. And our, you know, we've said this a million times, our, our semi-private training clients stay with us on average 36 months. 36 months versus 9.8 months with a team training client. Yeah. So 10 months. So they're, gone, they're coming gone in under a year on, the, on average. I mean, we have some that have been here for six years sure. or seven years or whatever. But that, that alone says we need to focus on semi-private training clients and the money's there. And we, we've we we've always kind of been there anyway. I mean, we may be 80-20, but sure. the last time we looked, we were 90% of our revenue versus 10%. 90% comes from semi-private and 10% comes from team training. And the arguments there is we should probably get rid of boot camps or team training altogether so we can replace it with a higher dollar revenue amount in per that hour, hour per in hour. that hour and yeah. that that's the thing i mean i think as a industry you know we're always stuck on like the cost of the 
package or the membership, right? Like however we we quantify it, are they doing 30 day, you know, are they paying in 30 day cycles? Is it an annual membership with this is the cost per month that this client's paying us? And so I think that's why people are naturally drawn to that one-on-one because it seems like these there's so much more dollars and cents changing hands. Well, yeah, but it's happening a fraction of the amount of time yeah. that a, a small group model can happen. So the basic math of it all blows us out of the water. I mean, it's the sweet spot. It's the sweet spot. And that's why it's very interesting that there aren't many, if any, franchises out there that that have the semi-private model. You see large group training. You see large group training. I've actually seen one-on-one. You have fitness together. Oh, yeah. They do a one-on-one. I mean, I think they're shifting to semi-private anyway, but let's just say that. Fitness together is a franchise that has a model that's one-on-one. Down on the bottom, you've got the boot camp model, which is everything under the sun. Yeah. Every large group training facility is or franchise is living in that that space. Orange Theory, Fit Body thing, boot camp, F forty five, F forty no F forty five. Yeah, F forty five is a hybrid of maybe F forty five is your your semi private model. Alloys semi private. Yeah, yeah, maybe sure. They're coming out of the gate strong, and it it just makes sense. We live in that space. Uh, we did a poll the other day, or actually yesterday, in the business talk with fitness professionals group that we we run, mm-hmm. and, and you know it's interesting. Most of them have multiple offerings, which mm-hmm. is great to see. There's very few people that just do one uh, boot camp only or just one on one only. So that's a good sign that uh, people have come to terms because five years ago it was a different animal. But even today, you know, like the Fit Body Boot Camps, a franchise doing large group training, maybe they're a higher price point. I don't know what they are. I would. I don't know what their retention is. I don't. I really don't know. Have you heard? I know it's no, Orange Theory really is sure. three months. I, I, yeah, I imagine it's got to be. Hey, hey, hey! Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful. But remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Somewhere skewed in there. Orange Theory's closing up up the road here. This one is really. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, it's the first one is I've it, ever heard. Is it the first? Is that I haven't heard a location ever close. Yeah. Somebody came in and told me all about it. Interesting. Yesterday, closing closing shot, which doesn't surprise me. Right we, we we saw that coming do, do, in the shutdown. Chuck E. Cheese, bro. What? Chuck E. Cheese filed for bankruptcy. They're taking away the mouse. Oh man. What's this world coming? <laughs> what is this world coming but, to? But uh, you know, it just goes to show you, you know, like a brand like Chuck E. Cheese has been around. I mean, my entire life, my life too. You know, um, you know, we've seen massive organizations. If if the TJ Maxes of the world have a hard time keeping their doors open right now, everybody is going to feel this pain. And so that we talk about it all the time, and we've been talking about it for months. Right now is the time to solidify all of these systems. Is to look at your business. Harder than ever to make mm-hmm. sure that your profitability versus your gross income is dialed in. Cut out all those exp- – and that's another thing we didn't even mention. You might be operational for in your business 14 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Well, then when you close those doors or when those doors lock in a traditional business, right, 
the other half of that day, you're still putting money out the door. Well, the rent's still due. Exactly. And that's for 24 hours a day. Uh, you know what I mean? The, the AC out here doesn't, you know, it's not doesn't like it just stop. shut off, right? No. Of what, four of these units? Six. Six units, you know? That's all money out the door. If you're not focused on the profitability at a granular level about every hour that you're operational, you're leaving money on the table. And that's why we're so adamant about a conversation like this. It's not just about fun. No, no. Make it fun and a win. You know, at the end of the day, gym owners, you deserve to to make a profit. That's, yes. It's okay to make money in this business. In fact, you have to make money in the business. If if your whole driver is, I want to help people and money's not important, think about it this way. If you don't make money- You You can't serve. You can't serve more people. So really, what are we talking about? I think anybody listening needs to focus on profitability. Absolutely. Because- you can make a million dollars and you also have a million dollars in expenses and not make a cent. And there's plenty of businesses out there and I've seen them. I've, I've been in them. Um, it's just not fun because every day it's like a grind. It's yeah. a grind to get the more. It's the same. Make- you're in the same exact position as the guy who's just starting and who's broke, who can't make the changes, right? right? Because you don't have the money at the end of the day in order to scale and grow and do the things that you want to do because for every dollar that comes in, 98 cents goes out. You know, yeah. like It doesn't matter if you have a thousand clients or you've got five. It's a scaled situation, right? It's all about profitability. Those that can, like we talked this, we talked about this on the podcast with the Fit and 42 guys, mm-hmm. Casey and Jerry. What they're able to do in, what would you say, 1,500 square yeah. feet, mm-hmm. to me is astronomically more impressive than what a lifetime fitness brings in in revenue or, you know, some of these other gyms because they're not keeping the majority, uh, the majority of that cash goes right back goes out right the door. Out, these yeah. guys have a model where it's profitable they can then turn around and say, okay, how many more people do I want to help? Because I'm going to open up another location. We're going to you know, expand a location. We're going to put it back in the business some way, which allows that footprint to grow. Well, the speaking of footprint, I mean, their, their footprint of the one unit is so small. I think a lot to be said about making revenue in a smaller location because you have much less overhead. Overhead is, I mean- That'll kill you. It crushes the business. You've got to make at least, for, like for us, we've got to make fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 in a month just to start breaking even. That's tough. That's tough. And, uh, you know, obviously it's taken a while to get here. In our old location, though, it would it was thirty grand still, mm-hmm. you know. We were in 3,100 feet doing five, five I think 540 a year, 540,000 a year. Um, Jerry is going to be doing, they, they're at 400,000 and 1,500 square feet. So they're half the size of what I was and they're doing well over, you know, they're only doing 20% less. Mm-hmm. They're 50% less footprint, probably 50% less overhead, 20% less revenue. That's revenue. not bad. No. Good, good for them. Uh, disclaimer, I didn't know what the hell I was doing back then. <laughs> I actually, it was interesting that I, I had our bookkeeper, I said, when we were doing our last growth summit, I said, pull up the first year in business. Can we get those numbers? Yeah. And I was so damn green and I didn't know. <laughs> but dude, we made 239 in a year. Not a bad way to start. Not a bad way to kick off the door. I mean, there's some gyms that aren't doing that, you know, five years in. So I would say there's a lot of gyms 10 years in yeah. still not doing that kind of stuff yeah. with the numbers that we talk. And with. I think about how did I do it back then? It was literally the grind. The grind is what made the money. I was there on Sundays. I was signing up people on the weekends. I was up there five in the morning, 10 at night. It's just what I did because I wasn't going to let it fail. And that's what you have to do sometimes. Hell, I mean, listen to Gary V. <laughs> yeah, the hustle. The grind. But so, I mean, but at the end of the day, the only thing that really changed was the systems. 
was, was who, who was on what seat of the bus. And I removed myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, well, now that people obviously understand some of my private trainings, the the ticket, that's to me, that's going to carry us through the future. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some gems listening right now, like No Way Jose and you know, large group team training, and that's your stick. Cool. Stick with that. If you're making money there- and you have a nice lifestyle, and you're the, you're where you want to be. Cool. Disregard all of Absolutely. this. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, we're not saying this is the only way. The only way. But what are the? There's some definite. Con, let me go back a step. There is some definite cons doing semi private training versus yeah. team training. The very first one is it's much harder to get a client to commit to three, four, five hundred dollars a month than it is the ninety nine to one ninety nine. Sure. Period. Money. Mm-hmm. I mean, right there alone. I can we can sign up people all day for boot camps, but we only do that with our intentions to uh, scaling them up to the next level. But if you don't have the next level, which is semi-private training, then what what are we really doing? So they don't have the next thing. And we really hit home on this in our coaching program. If they get a result in your maybe it's fat loss and they get to their goal in your boot camp style model, and now they want to build muscle and maybe get a little, you know, put some muscle on, get stronger. And you don't offer that to go somewhere else. They're going to leave and they're going to go down the street and get a personal trainer or whatever that is. And they're going to go get that goal somewhere else. They're going to get the result. Attention gym owners. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. Uh, So now that, I mean... We fit that nail. What is, you know, and I'll talk to this too, but what is, what do you think um, is one holding people back from making this change? As far as the cl- end client or the gym owner? Gym owner. Uh, the biggest, honestly, the number one thing I think, mm-hmm. the fear. Just literally just the fear and what, of not having enough faith in themselves. You know, this is an industry. It's very entrepreneurial. Most gym owners, I mean, we've got networks and things like that, but like they still do make the decisions of their business on their own for the mm-hmm, most part. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they haven't seen the path laid out. They don't know what steps to take in order to make that happen. Okay. But I'd say overall it's, it's yeah, they're self-limiting beliefs. They're, they're, they're fearful that they can't charge that. They don't know how to That's op- some of it. Yeah. It's a lot of projection. I think my clients won't pay that. Um, okay. I'm so not in the a- area that, that can sustain a higher price point. Nobody else in my area, if you look at the prices in the area, everybody else is at the 99 to 149. Ooh, big mistake. Yeah. Everybody base but again, this is, this is the things that people, when they start their business, that's the first thing that they go do. They yeah. go, oh, what are the gyms in the area doing? My price points have to be comparable to that. Yeah. Or well, less. Or, or less. yeah. Or yeah. Or they want to compete and nickel and dime each other. But at the end of the day, you should be stepping into the arena to serve the clientele based on the value you bring to the table. And if you're that adamant that your training is worth this, you're going to find clientele that believe it, as long as it's not astronomical. But if you can provide those results, I mean, people will will adhere to that, right? I mean, we've done this how many times now with gym owners? I mean, we know that the quality of training and the excitement and the enjoyment of a small group model- They, they love it. They, and, they're, and, they're, and it's way more enjoyable than even- you know, the only time I ever see like one-on-one personal training, in my opinion, being the ticket for somebody is either professional athlete or like an advanced athlete that's looking to train a skill. 
or advance in, in I mean, measurable things like a vertical deadlift, re- you know, weight, like actual or measurable sport. stuff. Yeah, sport specific type stuff. Right. Or like the competition side. But oh, other than that, you know, yeah. I think that your gen pop or is go- hey, the result, because again, people aren't just paying you for their ass to fall off. They're paying you for the enjoyment of that hour as well. And that enjoyment yeah. is can be subjective. I mean, we all know shitty trainers. I mean, lousy trainers that do very well because they have an energy or they're contagious, you know, like they're infectious. Like people it's enjoy being around them. It's a performance. Yeah, exactly, right? But it's not necessarily, and, and team training I think is really, you see that a lot with team training. The quality of the, the barrier for entry maybe of the quality of trainer can be a little bit lower in my it's, opinion. I think it's easier to train large group than exactly. a small group. That's what I'm saying. And it's then easier. like the threshold for the barrier entry for somebody to step in and train that is a little bit broader, you know, and you step into team training or, or a small group. Okay. We got somebody who's got to be looking for specific cues and sometimes better than a one-on-one because you've got your eyes in a million places. Yep. But, um, you know, back to your question, I think that it's projection. It's the fear, but it comes back to the marketplace. My pe- my clients won't train or won't afford that. Or they're in a one-on-one model. Oh, my client wants to train with me. They won't, or, or one my clients won't uh, won't work out in a group type of thing. I think I think it's almost easier to transition from one on one to semi private than it is maybe from team, team to, to semi private. It's only because they're getting a better price per session, and it's a lot easier to have that conversation versus hey, you're going to get less, and you're going to pay more for it. Somebody from from boot camp moving on up to semi private training. But that's a good reason, you know, like value, like the topic of the podcast. That's that's a conversation, the the marketing and the sales conversation that needs the to conversation. It's a conversation. Yeah. It's that's what that's a hundred percent why I hate when somebody, um, you know, just calls or price shops. You know, like when somebody picks up a phone and just says, "Hey, you know, what are the prices at your gym?" Well, that's great. I could rattle those off, but that doesn't mean anything other than a number, right? Right. The value of what you're receiving for that number. That's the conversation we need to have. What are your goals? Can we accomplish your goals? Is it worth this dollar amount? Sure. Yeah, it's I mean, a, you it's, need to get to the result. Are you willing to pay for the X, which yeah. is what you want? So for well, we can do a whole show on <laughs> how to answering the phone because oh, we God. have a whole, we have a whole script that actually is a kick butt. So Maybe we should. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll give people the script. The script. Mm. <laughs> Bomb drop. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. I mean, semi private training is what we. That's what we're we're checking that box. I think for the number of gyms that we work with, speak with. For you guys listening, most of you fall in a similar arena. This is the largest shift we've seen, I know, with with coaching. This is the direction most gyms want to go. We're taking most gyms um, because at the end of the day, it's like like you said, it's not just about the number of people that you train. It's not just about the gross incomes. You need a life at the end of the day, too. Mm-hmm. And as a business owner, you deserve an income. You deserve to be profitable and wealth. You know, you accumulate wealth and then turn around if you want and put it back into the business. Right. But this is the model. This is the direction that more often than not people need to take. Well, I mean, I guess it comes down to this this one thing. Would you rather have 200 semi-private training clients paying you 300 bucks each? Or would you rather have 350 clients paying you 99 bucks? It's not about the number of clients. It's about the revenue. And it's also about your sanity because it's yeah. a lot easier to manage 200 clients than it is 350, 400 clients. Keep them on because 
when you get that high in that model and the team training model, you can't keep track of everybody and there's no accountability for these folks and you just lose them. You just lose them. Maybe it's fun to train and maybe it's you get a younger, more athletic client and those those clients are always fun to train. Energy's high. Maybe you enjoy it as a coach. But at the end of the day, where is the revenue coming from? Is it coming from those clients or is it coming from maybe your older, wealthier, slower clients that are willing to pay more for your time? And that's where I'm putting my my money. That's where I'm, I'm that's how our model is. So mm-hmm. that's what we say. If you need help with this, this is where you're at. Tim, that makes sense. I want to do that. I don't know what to do. Get on a call. PFMarketingSolutions.com slash call. There's a form you'll fill out. You'll book a time. And uh, long story short, we're going to hold your hand and get you to the, the promised land. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. And that's our, that's our goal in this whole uh, show is to help you win. This is the easy way to do it. So, all right, guys. Hopefully that helps you. Take a look at your numbers. Take a look at your where your revenue is coming from. The percentage is it is it ninety percent team training and ten percent semi? And you want to shift that the opposite? Let's jump on a call see if we can uh, help you out there. So that's it. Love it. Love it. All right, guys. Until next uh, episode, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.